Today on Keep Classical Weird, another in our Instrument Personalities Rapid Fire series. Anybody got any good French horn jokes? Welcome, friends, to episode 38 of Keep Classical Weird. I am your host, Casey Bozell, and today we're airing a full version of an interview I had with my good friend and fabulous French hornist, Leander Starr. Now, if you're a Patreon subscriber, first of all, thank you. And second of all, you may have heard this particular interview before. It's been sitting up on Patreon for a while as a bonus episode. The bonus episodes have started coming in a little more slowly these days, and that's partly because I want to bring you my entire interview right away more and more often, and partly because the offerings on Patreon, including the video podcast Casey Does Classical, is getting a little bit of an overhaul. That's kind of all I can say for now, but if you'd like access to this video podcast, all you have to do is go to patreon.com slash keepclassicalweird and subscribe. And now, distinguished listeners... French hornist, Leander Starr. Leander Starr is a gem of a human. His sense of conversation and humor is exactly what made his rapid-fire section of the Instrumental Personalities episode what it was. Listen for the instrument he thinks is the most punk, the smartest instrument, and the instrument with the most sexually charged energy. Enjoy! Are you ready for your rapid-fire round here? Oh my gosh. Is it... Okay, that I've taken notes. Yes. you. There's okay. only been one. I think I've had five of these so far, and only one person has not had notes in front of them. So okay, you're Wait. actually in the was majority it, here. Was it a bass player? No, I haven't gotten a bass player yet. Okay. Just maybe because that was me trying to like think about. Uh, yeah. No, your head is in a great space right now. I want to capitalize <laughs> on that. <laughs> That's really good. Okay, here we go. Uh, flute. Okay, so my wife is a flutist, so this is modulated. Um, I would say intense and driven. Interesting. And you know what? You're the second one who's been mm-hmm. married to a flutist. Mm. And Great. you and this other person have also, like, have given slightly different answers than the general public. Well, I mean, you once you know a cool flutist, like, oh, man. It's amazing. Like, the, the, the best flutists are just, like, the best people, basically. Very good. I'll try and weave that in somewhere. That was very good. <laughs> uh, oboe. Uh, okay, so uh, oboists are crazy, but, like, uh, in a sexual way. Um, again, family-friendly, I'm not sure, but, like, just a lot of energy. Um, yeah. Crazy in a sexual way. Yes. Uh, and I mean, I can support that with um, some evidence. Uh, I ha- Okay, so <laughs> first of all, I've known personally and was roommates with an oboe player who it became a very well-known porn star. Um, I've had numerous body parts of oboe players sent to me from them unsolicited both genders. By body parts, are you talking about hair or like a toe? No, I'm talking about personal body parts. Um, uh, uh, message, pictures. 
Oh, I thought you said body parts sent to you and that sounded <laughs> horrific. Oh, God. Got it. Oh, so up to speed. With Sorry. nail polish, right? Uh-huh. I was uh-huh. like, what kinds of... I, okay. Pictures that no, were... Pictures. That sent you away. Pictures. Got it. Understood. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, I could go on. There's other evidence here. Um, you know, I don't need to... I mean... These are the Oboe Society. That's, I mean, I I would love to hear you go on just because I want to do it, but that stuff probably won't make the podcast, um, but I would love to know more. (laughs) There's been some legendary sex parties um, thrown by Oboists. um, Really? Notably, uh, well, in cities where I've studied music. Um, I mean, then there's just the whole knives thing. So, like, there's that. Mm -hmm. Uh, And, like, I think the just sort of, the asphyxiation. I mean, there's just a lot going on there. It is a really like intense instrument. Um, just aesthetic. I mean, I don't know. And it's not something that's like, you know, super duper like sexy, like to me, you know, but it's just like, there's a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. That is <laughs> fascinating. And this is, I've been so enlightened by the wind players that I have already or really just the non-string players mm-hmm. that I have been interviewing because there's this whole world. Like we all have thoughts about each other, but like string players have specific other thoughts about string players. The That's orchestra and the band have their own like world. special worlds. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. this is so enlightening. Okay. Um, so now we're on to clarinet. Oh, okay. So um, I don't really think this is exactly the right word, but boring. Okay, um, but like, I think what really describes it is that clarinet players out of like anyone in the orchestra are the people who could get a job doing anything else. You know, they're like very employable, like okay, for insurance work or as a lawyer or web designer, like they could just do anything and they would be good at it, you know? So that's the clarinets. I like that. That's very succinct. Okay, perfect. Uh, bassoons. I mean, I love bassoonists. They're just the best. Um, they're smart. They're dorky. They know all the television shows because they're re- making their reads and they're just watching TV, like, constantly, um, which is fun. Uh, and they could, like, they could replay it for you. They could just, like, tell you the whole thing. Because um, they're used to just talking and working with their hands. They're just like, well, okay. Um, and yeah, just like that's, that's, they're just so fun. And like, yeah, I would say that bassoonists tend to be the smartest people in the whole, whole orchestra. Um, like, like clarinets could you get a job doing sort of anything, but bassoonists could be like, you know, an astrophysicist or a heart surgeon. Like that would be like, career number two for them and they'd be like oh no i don't want to just play a bassoon you know like i like keys and (laughs) yeah 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 i like that yeah um yeah beautiful all right uh oh gosh what's next is is no trumpets next trumpet yeah uh so trumpets are like really really straight like the straightest and not in like even a gross way just like authentically 
this is who I am, take it or leave it, I'm straight, except Karen Bliznik, mm, who plays principal trumpet of the St. Louis Symphony. Oh, okay. uh, but other than Karen Bliznik, I could just say straight. That pretty much covers like almost everything. Yeah. Okay. I mean, because there's different, like, people say, like, oh, they're loud or they're egotistical, but, like, that's not true. I mean, as someone who works with a lot of trumpet players, like, they're not all like that, but they are all straight, except Karen. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Okay. Perfect. Never thought about that. Um, yeah. All right. Trombone. Uh, trombonists, um, I think. Playing the trombone is relatively easy, um, and they're, you know, they can do pretty much anything, but they also just have, like, a lot of time on their hands, I think. And so trombonists have, like, really great hobbies. Um, so you just, like, you meet a trombonist, and you, you can just be like, so what are your hobbies right now? And they'll just, like, really get into it. And, like, they'll just like, well, right now, like, I'm... Well, a lot of the hobbies are going to be alcohol-based. So, like, usually it's going to be, like, we're, we're growing hops to make beer. Like, you know, I'm making cocktails at a, you know, blah, 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 my antique shaker or whatever. So there is a lot of drinking culture in trombones, and that's, that's you know, inescapable, really. Um, you would think there would be more, like, AA culture in trombones, but they seem to... There doesn't seem to be that kind of energy with it. Um they're just like, you know, happy-go-lucky, occupied, interested, you know, hobbyists. I love trombonists. They're so fun to talk to. That's true, too. You are you are also the second person to bring up that trombonists tend to have hobbies. Ah, yes. I'm that's justified. Fascinating. I'm, I am loving this. Exp- I wish everybody could have my experience right now by the way I'm like hearing all of this is so good um uh tuba tuba oh this was a struggle um tubas and i figured it out i had to really think it through but i think tuba players just do not give a fuck what other people think they just don't care and that can go in a lot of ways it can be like um, you know, like breaking the mold and being interesting and like whatever. And then it could be like cutting their toenails in rehearsal or like just total like troll. I, I have this, I, I've worked with a two player who's like a self, like a professed, like he is like proud to be an internet troll. And I mean, that's just like his deal. And I mean, it's like they just... I think it's, you know, when, you, when you're a sixth grader and you're choosing the tuba, like, why, what's your thinking there? I think it's just like, I'm going to be different. I'm going to be, like, the loudest one. My case is going to be big. And I'm going to, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Like, something about it is just this intense individuality that's a little bit aggro, you know, maybe. Wow. Just... Maybe a little bit like antisocial. Hmm. I believe that too. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, that brings us to percussion. Oh yes, percussion. Um, so 
percussion is sort of, I think of them as the sort of the engineers or the tinkerers of the orchestra, you know, like I think they'll, they're sort of the Virgo, uh, the type that's going to just like ding the triangle like a hundred times to make, to see if they can get that perfect sound. And you can't tell a difference between any of those sounds, but they can hear it and they're, they're listening for it and they're not going to give up until they find it. Right. They're just going to keep doing it. And the same way I think that, you know, they build a lot of their instruments. And so there's this sort of like scientific, like sort of um, building engineering type, you know, thing going on. Um, but like, honestly, to, I mean, if I'm perfectly honest, I don't interact with a ton of percussionists in like daily life. In fact, the ones that I do interact with, I don't really, um, well, I don't know them that well. Let's say that I, you know, they, it's just a little bit of a mystery to me. Okay. Maybe we just operate in different ways. Are you just I in different circles? Yeah, I do know a, a, a set player who's really cool. Um, but yeah, there's man. What's with percussionists? That's they're a really weird. good question. They are. They're yeah. more. They're more diverse than I think. That's mm. that's the thing. Every yeah. every time that we're cracking open this egg, now I'm like, oh, yeah. There's a yeah. Little, there's more there. Yeah, you know, I think there might be something where like there's a lot of ego. Like at the beginning of a percussionist's like youthful endeavor, they're like, I'm going to be a percussionist. That's so cool, you know? And then I think there's something that crumbles somewhere along the line. And that, that ego kind of, it gets turned into something weird. Hmm. And maybe it's. <laughs> so now you turn into like dissecting. <laughs> yeah, like they're just trying to get it back. They're going to like crack the code of the triangle and get back that cool somewhere. somewhere in that now I feel like we should go up to percussionists playing triangle and be like, tell me where it all went wrong. Yeah. yeah like, like, when did it happen okay? for you? <laughs> like, tell us about, yeah, when, when did this start? <laughs> How long have you been having these symptoms? <laughs> Are they getting in the way of <laughs> enjoyment of life? Yeah. And relationships. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, wow. Oh, no. I mean, I'm sure they're fine. <laughs> they're all, they're I'm all sure fine. They're fine. <laughs> We're okay. They're all right. We're okay. Um, for the next one, just so you know, I'm not the violinist that's going to like be. All right. There's the strings. Right. I forgot about the strings. There's the strings. Okay. That's okay. Got it's it. no big deal. But just so you know that I'm not the one, I don't know if that informs like what you're saying about yeah. strings. Yep, yep, but yep. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, so. It doesn't. Okay, great. Uh, In fact, I think of my, my impression of violin players is definitely not you, actually. Um, it's not the first time I've been told that, which is interesting. But, yeah. Okay. Well, I think there's like the charismatic violinist who really stick out of the crowd, but then there's the rest of the crowd. It's like you're the 10%, right? Oh. And then. You know, there's like a 90% thing that's basically just like a ton of introverts, like trying to not be, or like trying to be in a giant group together and be okay with it, like for two hours at a time. I mean, right? There are a lot of us. Yeah. Um, 
but uh yeah there's there's um that's it's hard for me to know much else about that you know because again i feel like i know the 10 percent. we're just like so cool so relaxed you know so like do you think that's the temp? Is that because the ten percent are the ones more likely to come up to you during rehearsals and actually oh, make yes. conversations with you? Okay, completely, completely. Got it. Yeah, yeah. The other ones are like busy practicing and like pretending to have conversations with their standmate during the break, but they're not. Either. <laughs> oh, that makes me so happy. All right. <laughs> all right. Um, um, all right. So violas then. Uh, love the viola. Oh, I love the viola. So viola is obviously the French horn players of the string um, section. And um, violas, I mean, they're so cool. Like, they are weird. They have, they have the individualist streak. Um, and then there's two other things, one of which is, like, again, I've been talking a lot about sex here, and I'm probably the only person doing that. And hopefully that's providing a different perspective. So far, um, but guys. that's great. And this is not really to do with sex. It's really like sensuality. I feel like violists are like secret sensualists. Um, hmm. And I think that has a lot to do with the sound of the viola. Like it's a really like rich and like sort of can be very earthy and like, um, yeah, like, I don't know. It's an interesting sound. And I think that uh, that really appeals to certain people have interesting tastes and sort of like interesting aesthetics and um yeah like interested in certain types of like sensual experiences um so i think there's like a secret secret sensualist like i wouldn't be surprised if a viola player had like furniture in their house it was like lots of like texture and like um you know interesting like you know visual like patterns going on and like that kind of thing you know um and then the other thing about violists is that i think in the whole orchestra violists are the most likely to be like punk like punk as hell like punk as you know like they're like yeah like i feel again like it has to do with this individuality thing but unlike the tuba it's not really like anti-social it's like anti-establishment right you know like they are part of like this gang that's like you all you stupid violinists or whatever um you know i don't know (laughs) but they're like yeah we're gonna totally rock rock out on this like vaughn williams solely thing and like prove to you all that like you know punk is not dead (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome yes that's beautiful it is beautiful it's a beautiful group of people and i i rarely met one i didn't just instantly love yeah same here actually yeah um that brings us to the cello oh god the cellos so um speaking of love i have dated fair amount of cellos oh, i've dated primarily flutists and cellos and i think everyone's dated i mean maybe not everyone, but a lot of people i mean cello players are attractive however when you're young i mean cello players haven't usually seen a lot of adversity and so it's a sort of like like naive floating hippie sort of hotness right 
Um, and then that sort of transitions through their life to becoming this sort of like super wise thing, you know. Um, but it can be sort of obnoxious, you know, if you're like not feeling it in the moment. Um, but yeah, there's just like these really, I mean, like, are you, I want to go back, like the hardship thing. I think cello seems to not have a lot of struggle associated with it. Um, at least at the, the early stages mm. of their development. Um, I, so I feel like it's like you, you know, they're really like good looking, but they sort of float above, above things, you right. know, for a while until they're torn down and become wise crones <laughs> and wizened wizards. Is this a, is this an absolute story arc for every cellist? Uh, as far as I, as far as I can tell. Yes. All right. All right. They all reach a point. I mean, you will occasionally um, meet a young wise cellist because they, they, you know, they've, but that requires some early trauma, uh, early childhood trauma. Okay. Which we don't wish upon anybody. No. But, but can happen. But can happen. And it does have okay. some dazzling results for cello playing. <laughs> dazzling. <laughs> I need to use that word more often in my vocabulary, too. It's really good. Um, yeah. uh, bass. Base. Um, this is one I didn't get to when I was preparing, which I feel like is really apt. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, base. I mean, they are people who, I mean, they could have been cello players, right? They could have gone that route, you know, but they wanted things to be a little bit harder for themselves so that they would have an excuse <laughs> When it didn't go as planned or when, you know, they didn't practice and it didn't sound very good. It's like, well, it's just a giant instrument. I couldn't get it home. And, you know, I can't even hear the, I can't even hear my string on the lowest thing or whatever. I, you know, so um, they're just sort of, you know, a little bit, they, you know, they, they uh, sometimes can slack off. But, you know, I, I, I will say that I've known some, some bass players who really buck that stereotype, like, in a hard way. Like, the ones who buck it are, like, full-on, like, genius-level, like, I mean, bassoon-level intellect, and, you know, they probably also could be a concert pianist, you know? Ah. But they're like, mm, bass is interesting, though, you know? <laughs> That's good, yeah. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. What do you think the ratio is on on the common versus those who buck the trend? Oh, I think that's I think that's oof. You know, it's it's probably around five or less percent. Oh, okay. yeah, and maybe there's maybe there's a little bit of a curve there. Okay, so like you know, you've got that one percent who you know the concert pianist, whatever, and then you've got like the the two three percent that's just like really really good at the crossword and then like the sort of like seven percent who like actually practice their music um but you're but you are if i'm correct in this you're saying that this is rarer than say the uh typical french horn player uh yeah 
Yeah, I would. I, that's my the, guess. I'm sorry. Than the atypical French horn player. I, I think, I think so. But like, again, like I'm, I'm band world, you know, how many bass players have I met? Mostly I've been, you know, when I get to sit next to them, it's because I'm in a pit orchestra. Um, and it's just me and that guy. And we're just like, I mean, he, we're like talking about beer and like, you know, whatever. Um, so that's, that's like my main social interaction with a bass player that and you know those those conversations don't lead me to think that they're hard workers but i could be totally wrong interesting interesting um and the last one is the harp Ooh, harps well i mean the classic is the homeschool harpist that's just the classic i mean and that homeschool harpist is going to have a dress that they made and it's going to have cats on it and there's going to be a one special cat that's embroidered onto the front of the dress that stands out from all the other cats on the dress um, and special pockets for their tuning thingy jigger and for their knitting needles or whatever. Um, and maybe like an interesting glove on one hand. Um, so there's glove? that. <laughs> you know, but like a, like a kind of a, little kid color <laughs> kind of a glove okay i don't know um okay. that's just protect their finger i, I don't know it's uh oh, sure. but then i think that the other stereotypes for for harpists when i think of like real life harpists i've known homeschool harpists for sure but i've also known um uh, i guess i want to say sort of party girl harpists right you know and these are people I, that's that sounds like a put down and it's not i i don't want it to be because these are people who work incredibly hard like really 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 hard and then they just know how to like let loose afterwards um and i i you know you gotta commend that um but yeah i mean there's so much like intense work and like physical effort that goes into playing that instrument and lugging around. And then, you know, I just, I love it when you have a harpist who's just like wants to have a good time afterwards. That's, that's fun. <laughs> that's very true. Yeah. And they've all, every harpist I've known, uh, has been a, just a really generous and kind individual. I think they just tend to be nice people. Which is nice. Nice is nice. Nice is nice. Yeah. I agree with you. And that's our show for today. Many thanks to Leander Starr for his wonderful and enlightening contributions. Our theme music is composed by Not Dead composer Thomas Barber. Check out his stuff at thomasbarber.com. Web development support is provided by Tina at citybeautifuldesign.com. Keep Classical Weird is created and edited by me, Casey Bozell. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Patreon. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. Stay safe and stay weird. <laughs>